0: of the Amazon bestselling Inspired Journeys. Get in touch with me if you want to start living without fear or writing a book. And please share this podcast with a friend who you know needs to hear this episode. Subscribe to my newsletter and YouTube channel, write a short review and rate it on your favorite podcast plat- platform with a lot of stars if you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your support. This truly means a lot to me. And today I'm so excited to have Mariana Stangl with me. Born in Romania, she has traveled and lived in several countries, including Italy, the UK, and now Switzerland for over 10 years. Since she was a young woman, she has always felt an inner calling to become a teacher. Life, however, took its course and she tried on different hats, but she never truly found her place in any job. Her passion for teaching never diminished. In her late 30s, after experiencing an awakening process she felt reconnected to her calling and became a life coach. Her mission is to bring awareness and healing to the world and help as many people as possible to reconnect with their inner power, follow their dreams and become unstoppable. Welcome, dear Mariana.
1: Welcome, welcome, Esther. Thank you so much for having me here today.
0: So let's jump right into the first question. What has been your turning moments in life,
1: dear Mariana? Well, my turning moments, they have been quite a few. And I will recall today my, my powerful one in my late 30s where after several uh, relationships that ended and I could not find my why, I had to break down in order to break through and I had my awakening um, process where I started to really understand, it's time to refocus on myself and look within, and have a talk, a real talk to myself, and who, reconnect to who I am, and discover actually who I am and where I'm going, and what I'm here for.
0: And your life started in Romania, and in a family with a lot of children, right?
1: So we are, yes, we started in Romania. I am the the biggest sister in three. Um, uh, we are three sisters and I'm the bigger one. And I was all my life a bit the um, guidance point of the other two. I was the one ha- who had to step out <laughs> and do the stuff in the house and uh, bring the rubbish and go to buy stuff to the market. And I was obviously as a child, not always very happy, but it really helped me. and. Um, guided me later on in life to stand up for me and to yeah to take uh, that first step that uh, sometimes it's so much courage needed Mm. and how about love did you experience love in your as a child as a child my childhood I would not say was unhappy it was just with a lot of um Situations due to um, uh, our family, where my father had some alcohol issues, and as children, we kind of suffered from this trauma. And later on in life, I had to come um, to understand why I had to live the life I lived, and why all those childhood moments had such a big impact on my life. And As a child, as I said, it was not an unhappy childhood. I had the basics that I need, but I did not felt that love from my father. Um, There were just not enough moments of appreciation of being seen, of being heard. And this had impacted my whole adult life, yes.
0: And why did you leave Romania?
1: I still remember today that evening when we had the talk, I was 18, I finished my uh, college and I wanted, I was admitted to university. And because of a monetary situation at home, I decided for myself, I want to go and have my job and earn my money because I saw my family struggling with the money. So I step out and ask my father who was at the time uh, working in Italy bring me with him and that's the moment when i had a big discussion with my family who really didn't agree but i stand for up for myself and i decided that i want to go and i want to start earning my money with the idea i will go back and i will finish my university which never happened (laughs) because then life happened for me but this was the the first time as a, chi- as a, as a child, as a child, as a young teenager, women standing up for myself and deciding for my life. And from there started my journey. And um, how did you, did it go in Italy? How did you feel? What kind of relationships did you have? I could write several books on this experience because my life, was not easy. The arrival in Italy was not easy. I recall the evening when we arrived and we supposed to sleep at the friend house, but in the end we are not invited. So my father just thought he's gonna get to stay there, but he actually didn't ask them if we could stay there. Mm. So we ended up spending our first night on a terrace, sitting on a chair, Mm. I on a chair um, in a October evening. So it, be, it had a very tough beginning in Italy. And I did not speak the language either. And from second day, we kind of get, he gets organized and we started to have like a minimal room. But it was also a very uh, tough experience because it was a room in a garage where were like rats walking around, and I was alone while he was waking up in the morning going to work to earn the money. So the Italian experience didn't really start how, how I was dreaming of, uh, and it really built on top of that trauma a bit more, but in the same time also made me stronger, made me stronger to stand up for myself, to start to. To really listen is it really this what I want to be here in Italy so I started to go out to walk around to read newspapers to start to learn Italian by uh, looking at the windows of the shops uh, and it's a magical experience because I learned Italian almost like my mother tongue without mm. going to school. Mm. And yeah. how did you find your first job Mariana? I think it was my my way of being open to people and asking around and never forgetting why am I here for, right? And I started to get in contact with people and asking around if they know something, where I could start. So I remember I started in a restaurant to work where I earned my first, uh, I don't know if it was like three or four euros per hour which I was very happy and it really put the, the, the ground of a basic courage, attitude, and a basic um, stepping out in, a wo- in an unknown world, right? As a woman, as a teenager woman, uh, of course I had the support from my father. He was there earning the money, but in the same time, I knew he's supporting the family so i was now standing up for myself and slowly slowly finding a way to to really accomplish the dream i went for right mm. and what kind of relationships did you enter it was very interesting since there i I met those people working in the restaurant, as I said, and since there, after I kind of also reconnected to um, a man, a male figure, which in several years also became after several years became my boyfriend. Also, I had nice connection with uh, with um, the people owning this restaurants. Like we stay like in nice contact. I had. Um, External, I would say, good uh, and uh, helpful relationship. The only relationship that I could not build was the one with my father. And that was also one of the turning points in that um, time and uh, in Italy where I had to decide for myself to move. I was living with him and to move out. And this was another way of me telling myself this is your time to stand up for yourself and really listen to what you said you want right so i will say my whole life it's been a moment after a moment after a moment of standing up and deciding is this really what you want because you said you want this and going against my father will, going against my family will, always listen to what my inside was saying, either in that moment was wrong or right. Um, but I just listened to that and I went for that.
0: And how was your relationship? I,
1: I know you, you've been married. Yes, I later on, after several years in Italy, I left and i I went in England in London. I lived in London two years where I had an amazing experience, and i I better my English. And after I ended up in Switzerland, and here i I met somebody and then I got married. and it was I will say it was a lot of pressure in this situation because um, I was kind of forced to get married in the way to show up to this person that I really care and I'm not interested in his wealth. I'm not interested in his money and so on. Uh, He was a a small entrepreneur and um, somehow in my trauma, in my not feeling enough, I thought this is the right decision. Okay, I need to marry this person because like this, I'm gonna show him. I am. I really care, and I'm not here to play around, and I'm not here to um, take his money or whatever. So this was another turning point in my life where I took a decision, who actually guided my life in a in a in a way that actually brought me also to my awakening moment. And today I'm very grateful for.
0: I know a little bit your story. I know you have many hardships to experience. Uh, Do you want to share a little bit more? A
1: few years ago, when I had my awakening, I will say, I realized that I don't know who I am and I don't know where I'm going. So I, I really had to break down and to break through and to understand that I was not connected with myself and I need to step out and to be honest with myself and to understand okay why have I done what I've done why my life was this going this direction and how can I make it better
0: what was the breakdown can you give
1: more details my marriage was the biggest I think that the pain the trauma because it went out very bad, where I almost risked my life. Why? And because of violence, domestic mm. violence and um, physical and psychical violence, where I lost over 10 kilo, and I had suicidal thoughts. Mm. Um, you get me emotional and I was not thinking
0: thank you so much for sharing your story because i i know that it's a story
1: of many women it was a story that we tell ourselves and the moment you you tell yourself a story that's your story and the moment you allow yourself to break down To understand that that's not who you are. Is the moment you can find the power to rebuild yourself. This was also my turning point. Because I had the power to basically stand up from the floor. Because I was on the floor without almost no air. And I had the power to stand up and for myself and don't ask me where this power came from it's Mm -hmm. a power that that we have within us and Mm. in those moments this power if you listen will reconnect to you Mm.
0: what do you think you needed to experience abuse in your relationship or what
1: It sounds a little bit silly. Why did you meet? But (laughs) Uh, I want to tell a small story here about my name, which actually came, Mariana, which came from my grandpa, Mm -hmm. and uh, he told my parents that um, I'm gonna be born. That he had this dream, and I'm gonna be born, and my name is gonna be Mariana. That I'm gonna be a daughter, and my name is gonna be Mariana. And Mariana, it's a Latin name that comes from Spanish, Portuguese area. So maybe I I was living in that area before in another lifetime. And it means bitter grace. It means the women who are not afraid to stand up for themselves and what they believe in. Mm -hmm. And I found such a big connection in this powerful little story from my grandpa because it's exactly why I had to go through several situations and events in my life in order to become the powerhouse that I'm today.
0: You needed to rebuild your life many many times. Yes
1: and I'm still doing right now it's not finished. I am still a work in progress. I am untapping next levels of growth, as many of us that it's never finished. It's a, it's a marathon that you are just keeping growing, keeping breaking down walls of, of limiting beliefs that you have about yourself stories that you build in your head about who you are and what you're doing and what you can and what you cannot and each one of us has a different chance to be somebody else the question stays are you willing to get in touch with that you if
0: someone is listening now mariana who experience abuse as you
1: did what would you recommend this person in those moments that you experience abuse you think you're you're alone you're lost and my message out there will be to to reach out to someone to someone you trust to someone you maybe not necessarily trust, but someone you can see can, it can help you. And to understand that your ego will not help you, that you re you need somebody out from your mindset box, from your, from your life that can really in that moment, like hold you a hand to say, okay, let's see, you are not alone. What can I do for you? That was something that I had to experience because I had no choice. So I will just send this message out there. Don't wait till the last moment because it may be too late. Reach out for help in time. And you reached out for help at the right moment, I guess. I'm still here, so I guess I have also a protecting angel. But yes, I reach out on time, and I kind of like, I wake up in that moment to my power, because I was really experiencing near death, and something kind of saved me. I just told myself, it can't be that it's finished now. And in that moment, I felt I need to stand up and run out from the flat and I reach out to neighbors, which actually continue the process, called police and so on. So if any woman experience abuse, physical, psychical, which whatever kind of abuse, it's time to recognize that's not love, that's not care. That's not somebody who is in your life and deserves to stay in your life. That's the time and that's the turning point to understand enough is enough. And happiness and love is something else.
0: Beautiful. I'm so happy, Mariana, that you felt this inner voice that to get up and to take care of yourself it's beautiful what else would you recommend our listeners maybe uh, some nuggets along the way
1: oh there'll be so many there'll (laughs) be so many i'm trying to think of something very powerful and and that was something that I had, it was one of my life lessons was to, to understand that loving me before loving anyone else is the most important task. And the society we live today in, it's, it's more or less guiding us to, to, to look out for the love, to expect the love, the man who brings us flower, the man who brings us in trips, And through all my experiences in life and events and suffer, and I understood that self-love is not selfish, it's mandatory. And when you work on your self-love, when you reconnect to who you really are, when you heal yourself, you will not go anymore into, into those kind of relationships you will build up boundaries, like healthy boundaries. You will thrive in life, because now you understood that the most important connection is with yourself. And the love that comes from others or you can give to others, it's a bonus. It's something that you will give when your cup is full and you're not chasing in order to fill up your cup.
0: Mm. Thank you so much, Mariana, for being so vulnerable and
1: sharing your story. Thank you so much, Esther, for, for having me here. Thank you, actually, for getting me to that vulnerability level. Because this is what also I want to say to my to your audience and to to the people listening to us, being vulnerable is a power. Mm. And I wish you an amazing journey. You're doing an amazing job with this podcast, spreading the love, spreading the message out there. And thanks again for having me here. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you, Marianna. And thank you, dear listener, for spending your precious time with us today. And in case you feel worthless today and nobody seems to like you, we tell you, you're amazing. We love you and your gifts to everyone who crosses your path. And please tell yourself these sentences over and over again. Have an amazing day and talk to you next week.